Hey everyone, welcome back to another great episode of Stoop Stories. Uh, just a heads up, this is a two-parter, so what you're about to hear is part one, and next Sunday, July 2nd, part two will be coming out. So just wanted you to be aware of that, and now, enjoy the episode. Stoop Stories. At Southwind, we believe by investing in people, we can change the world. But in order to do that, you have to be willing to get off the stoop. Welcome to today's episode. It's June 2023, and very exciting news for everyone that's in the Southwind organization. We were recognized as one of the top private companies in the Kansas City area by the Kansas City Business Journal. So thank you for your contributions. A wonderful tribute to the work that's been done so far. So today on the episode, Josh and I are going to talk about how we did it. Yeah, so, you know, to be fair, top 150, we were 106. So a long way from number one. And so when I, when I see that, it's, uh, first off, I'm proud of everybody and all the hard work that they put in and, you know, rem- rem- just remembering where we've come from and having gratitude that the fact that, like, man, five years ago, we, would, we wouldn't have made the list. We wouldn't have been even close to making the list. Um, and as we move up it, like, you know, it rem- reminds me that we still have a long ways to go. And, uh, you know, like most Southwinders, I think we we recognize that we just want to reach our full potential and continue to drive forward and create as many great opportunities as we can for these for the people in in the business. Um, And so, you know, today, as we as we kind of unpack this, you know, like for us, we get a lot of questions about, you know, how do you how did you do it? You know, how how did you go from you know, where you came from to where you are right now. And so we felt like it would be helpful if we took, you know, the next 15 to 20 minutes and just really kind of talked about what are the core competencies, what are the foundational principles that allowed us to go from, I mean, basically obscurity, uh, you know, $400,000 business to a hundred plus million dollar business and being named one of the top 150 um, private companies in Kansas City. Yeah, so we're going to talk about three concepts. Josh, I feel like it's fair if you roll those three out and to answer or put tactical measures behind how we did it. Yeah, so I think it comes down to three different things. The first thing is growth. You know, how do you grow your business? You know, how, how do you take something that's you know, an idea and bring it to fruition? The second thing is culture. You know, I think culture happens, uh, the growth happens because of the culture, right? So. What kind of culture do you need to cultivate in your organization? What are the key principles that allow you to you know, grow? And then the third one is doing it again. Because you know, what we've learned, and most of you know, is that you know, being successful once can happen to a lot of people. Being successful twice can happen to some people, but continuously being successful happens to very few people. Yeah, because that shit's hard. Because it's very hard. And and culture is a moving target, so you have to continually stabilize mm-hmm. that, and that creates and produces growth. So I would advise, hey, get a notepad, because we're going to share many of the things that we did that contributed to all three of those buckets and just jot down what, what means a lot to you. But I want to start with growth by identifying the fact that growth is uncomfortable. And in order to grow, you have to get comfortable in that lane of uncomfortability. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to have meaningful disagreements that get us somewhere. You know, I was thinking about you and Tyler when you spoke about growth and how, you know, anytime you're growing, there's a stage of where you're going to be uncomfortable. And 
you and Tyler are actually, you start out misaligned most of the time. I would say like 80% of the time you start out misaligned because you're seeing two different ends of the same opportunity. But by the end of it, you guys create alignment and that's what promotes the growth. But it doesn't start off with a comfortable conversation. In early days when I first got here, I didn't understand that because you guys were, man, very passionate and energetic about what you were talking about. And you were at each other's throats about some things. Mm -hmm. But what that was, was what it took to grow. Because at the end of it, whether he deferred to you or you acquiesced, we got alignment when we left the room. And that alignment from the difficult conversation and the healthy disagreement contributes to growth. Growth is always going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, but most people in this world, like, they just want to get along, right? Like, and, and you know, Tyler and I are no different, you know, I think very much that, you know, he's always focused on protecting the downside and I'm always focused on maximizing the upside. So in the sheer nature of our focus areas, there's easy conflict. Like it just, if you're focused on protecting the downside, you're risk adverse. And the only way that you can grow is by taking risk. And so the push and pull that comes from that really helps us see things 360. And we always, you know, come up with a the, like the fundamental principles, like we, we both want to reach our full potential. We want it to, you know, have success. And so we can really identify what's going to allow us to get there, you know, quicker. So when I think about tactical things about how to grow, though, you know, really what sticks out to me is measuring everything. You know, there was a time in our business where measurement, how we measured our KPIs and how we measured people's performance um, was really subjective, I think Nathan's awesome. And I would say that without really having no backing behind it. Because I like Nathan. He is awesome. But what is he awesome at? Is he awesome at like being cool and dressing cool and all that? Maybe. And based on how I feel about him. But objectively, is it true? Yeah, my, my favorite subjective KPI from back in the day was he's a fucking beast. He's a fucking beast. What, now, what does that actually mean? He grinds. What does that actually mean? We didn't know. He does the stuff. And so I think over the last, you know, over the last probably six years, we've become world class at measuring things that matter inside our organization. And that has become a foundational principle to our growth. Now, uncomfortable, because when you let the numbers talk, the context of the narrative, it changes a little bit. And although we do think Nathan is a, is a beast, the numbers may say he's not one. And when he's not a beast, then we have to have tough conversations about what is it going to take to get him there, right? So we talk about growth uh, in measuring what matters, and I think the objective aspect of it, of it is, is like, uh, benchmarking and coming up with standards and having something to measure against. Not all numbers are good numbers. A number is a good number if it outperforms the benchmark. And so we, in, in Southwind, we'll, we call it drawing a line. So we draw a line and that line we, we label it standard. And anything that's above standard gets a green. Anything that's below standard gets a red. So let's think about anything in your business or you can even use your personal life that you're trying to accomplish. You know, you, you identify in our business, for instance, we want to measure residential average job size. And we believe a good residential, after looking at all the data, we believe a good residential average job size, let's just say, is 400 bucks to make the math easy, okay? 
anything above $400, we would consider a good job. And we would give affirmations. We would make sure that that person like knows he's doing a good job, but we'd also learn from them, understand what it is that they're doing that's creating this, this output. But anything below that $400, that $400 standard would be considered a red number or not a good job. And that person would need more training. They need to have tough conversations. We need to check in on him on his personal life, him or her on the personal life, and understand what's, like, what's creating this impact. Yeah, yeah, well, well said. So two things, and we'll end up on a third before we get to culture. So thoughtful disagreements, man. If everyone in your organization is agreeing all the time, you're not going to grow. Someone has to challenge the status quo. Yes. Um, the next one, measure what matters and benchmark. Make benchmarks so that you know what success is and what it is not. Mm -hmm. um, lastly, what I would say is, you know, it's a cardinal rule of Southwind. Don't shut off the routes is what I, would, is yeah. what I hear Tyler mm -hmm. saying. You can't grow if you shut the routes off. And yeah. what that is is blocking your opportunity to get jobs. Mm -hmm. So whether it's TNAs or literally shutting routes off, man, you're not going to grow. You know, if, yeah. if Tyler were in here, that's, I think that's what he would say. Don't shut off the routes. Yeah, so what, what he means by that if you, is, you know, you got to feel the pain. You know, <laughs> growth is painful. And so... Our human nature is to remove ourselves from pain. We don't like to feel uncomfortable, all right? So be because of that, we do things that actually are a detriment to our success. We've got too many jobs, you know what? Let's just not take any more. And the truth is, you have too many jobs today. But tomorrow or the next day or the day after that, you may not have more jobs. So what Tyler wants to do is take advantage of the opportunities in front of you. You know, get while the getting is good. Strike while the iron is hot because the opportunities may not be there tomorrow. Capture as much as you can, even if it's uncomfortable, and push yourself to do it. And uh, so that would be a fundamental component to growth. I, I would also add to, to growth is like, like when you think about what it takes to grow, it's people growing inside the business, right? So like there has to be some level of developmental like DNA inside the foundation of your organization where you can take people and help equip them with the right information that allows them to grow. As your people grow, as their skill sets grow, as their mindsets grow, your business will grow. And without those things happening, even if you take all of that, but the, the, like, the develop, developmental aspect isn't there, you're going to struggle and you're going to have to churn lots of people, which is going to reduce the intellectual property that's been gained by all those people in your organization, which makes you start over again. And there's always a ramp period when you're doing anything for the first time. Like, and it's like, oh, I got to train the guy. And then I have to teach her what she needs. And then I have to help her understand how we measure. And then I have to teach him uh, how, you know, like how we measure success in this specific role. How does the organization work? You know, all of the things that go into making someone, uh, helping them become their best inside this organization. Man, and the opportunity cost associated with that is tremendous. Mm -hmm. So without a doubt, invest in your people. And I think that leads us into culture yeah. really well because that's the first part of it. Your culture is your people. What you do is who you are. Yeah, you can, you can have a, ba a bad culture and grow, uh, but you don't grow for long. And so when we think about our culture in Southwind, 
you know, I think that that is kind of the core competency of this organization. And it's, you know, it all starts around having a vision um, for something that is greater than yourself. Uh, and, and then sharing that vision with a group of people and, and then allowing them collaboratively to help shape what this business is all about. And we start with our mission and our core values because like that is core to our culture and who we are. Stoop stories.